I heard a comment a few weeks ago that really made me stop and think. The comment was this. I don't want to get to the end of my life and realise that I missed it. So I thought I'd look into this a little bit further. What does this actually really mean to each one of us? It can involve your hopes, your dreams, your career aspirations, your relationships, personal development and growth, absolutely your faith, general well-being or absolutely anything else that springs to mind. For me, it involves my calling. Let me ask you a question. Can you remember as a child what it was that you wanted to do when you grew up? What did you aspire to be? And what about when you first became an adult? What did you aspire to be or to do in the rest of your life going forwards? Did you achieve any of these things? So what about today? What would you still like to achieve or accomplish for the rest of your life from today? Have your answers to any of these questions changed over the years as you've grown and developed? Are you at the place that you thought you'd be at? Or are you in a very different place? For some of us, this may have highlighted things that we've been meaning to do but never got round to. We procrastinate or get sidetracked. Sometimes we can just be lazy. And at other times, life just seems to get in the way. We might also allow fears, such as the fear of failure, to stand in our path, blocking us and preventing us from moving forwards. It's likely to each of us that this comment of not wanting to get to the end of your life and having missed it will mean something very, very different. So can we now ask ourselves to reflect again, this time, on what we believe God wants us each to do or to be? Food for thought? Our answers can be vast. We may have thought in terms of his plans for us, both long and short term in terms of career or family, or our very personal journeys surrounding the work that God's doing inside each of us. Or we may have considered this in terms of how we are with other people. Do we consistently try to share God's abundant love with those around us? But what does the Bible say that we are? I could spend a month on this, as the Bible literally oozes with such answers. But just a few of the things that the Bible says that we are. Children of God. We are friends of Jesus and we have been accepted just as we are. We've been redeemed and through Christ we have been set free. So if we know who Jesus says that we are, what about missing our calling? In Jeremiah 29, 11, we hear God say, but I know the plans that I have for you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Do our own hopes and expectations line up with God's plans for each of our lives? So then, 
Doesn't the true road to personal fulfilment and fulfilling our individual callings lie only in fulfilling God's desire for our lives? After all, Jesus called each one of us to follow him, John 15, 16. But we are also, every one of us, unique. And as Romans 12, 4 tells us, we do not all have the same function. Each individual member of the body has a unique role. So we are special and we are different. And there is no one else just like us. And only we can do those things that God has asked of us in the way that he wants us to do them. 1 Corinthians 7, 17 confirms, where you are right now is God's place for you. Live and obey and love and believe right there. So each of us should seek to lead the life that the Lord has assigned to him and to which God has called him. So we need to be patient where we're at and wait for him. For me, Ephesians 1 is a great book in the Bible to help us delve into this further with verse 11 stating, for it is in Christ that we find out who we are and what we're living for. For me, Ephesians sums it up just beautifully. 5 verse 1 to 2. Therefore be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us. So to summarise, if we are doing what we truly believe is what God wants us to do, can we ever get to the end of our lives and worry that we may have missed it? God is asking us to walk in love and to follow him. Whatever he asks of us, we know that it is good because he loves us more than we can ever imagine and we know that he only wants the best for each one of us. He will lead us and he will guide us and he will equip us for whatever his plans for us are. We only need to have faith in the one who knows our true calling and purpose and his plans for our lives. We simply need to follow him and his teachings to be the most Christ-like version of ourselves that we possibly can be. If we do that, then we've already achieved our calling. Anything else is just a bonus. I'd like to finish by mentioning that God may have called us each to have many different roles throughout life. In my own life, he absolutely has. But at times, I have made decisions that on reflection, I can now see were not God's first choice for me. But each and every time life changes, we continue to use and build skills that we have used and learned previously. And God can use every single one. Sometimes God might want us to do something, but we choose to disobey. A good example of this is Jonah. But as with Jonah, God doesn't give up on us and he never ever will. And when we repent and come back to him, he forgives and he redeems us. God is God and even if we choose to either ignore him 
or are so busy in life that we fail to notice the promptings of the Holy Spirit. He can and he will help us to resume or restart the path that he wants for us. He will get us back on track if we're open to him. God really does want the best for us. We just need to keep moving forwards with him.